Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global stage for artists, fans, and the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com for the time of your life on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so call in, 347 215 7511 or email us musicfridaylive at gmail.com we're having some technical problems with the blog talk radio platform so when our guests are on the line my voice will sound much different we've had a shift to telephone based backup system rather than use the studio microphones but the end result will be the same great music and great interviews from great musicians and now here we go we have a caller on the line james bradshaw is uh, James, is this you on the line? It is indeed. Okay, James, sorry about that. We're trying to find out what, what the, the problem was with the phone companies and uh, online, etc. But anyway. Um, no worries. You, have a, you are on tour now in the United States. Is that correct? I'm, I, I'm, I'm currently um, um, studying music um, at USC, actually. Um, but whilst I'm doing that, I'm writing and recording an EP, which I'm going to come back to L.A. Um, sometime next fall to come and, um, and perform, yeah, essentially on, on tour. I'm going to do some, some uh, gigging dates, and I'm going to work, work with some new artists. And Yeah, so I've, I've just been out here to re- write and record my debut EP. Okay, and uh, you're going to be appear- appearing, too, in Hollywood next week, aren't you? That's right. I've got a show at the Hotel Cafe, uh, 8 p.m. on the 13th of December. Um, I'm going to be playing live with my band. I'm going to be playing some new original music and a couple of covers. Um, yeah, it's going to be good fun. We're, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. We, we checked our calendar, and we're going to be able to make it. So you will see at least me and maybe uh, a couple other people from uh, Music Friday Live there. Amazing. I'm looking forward to meeting you. It's great. Uh, well... I should ask you, how long have you have you been in L.A.? I've been in, in L.A. since August 14th, so a good few months Oh, now. okay, all right. So you've, you've uh, well, first of all, this is my hometown, so let me apologize for the fires, right? Oh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, yes, I know. We, we don't always have fires like this, but uh, uh, I, I hope that uh, your stay here is wonderful. And when do you go back to England? So I leave back to the U.K. for Christmas on December 20th. And then I'm going to graduate um, and save up some money and then come back to L.A. Uh, next fall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will see you at the Hotel Cafe for all of our SoCal uh, listeners Wednesday night at the Hotel Cafe. That's on Coenga. You know where it is between uh, Sunset and the Hollywood Boulevard. And you know what time you go on stage, Jim? That's uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay. Well, I will be there, and thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Thank okay, you very we're going to take a time. quick so thank you very much for your time. We're going to take a quick break right now and when we come back, we've got some special guests, two special guests for you. Don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, 
We want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. That's our... That's that's our broadcast partner. That's our broadcast partner, World Arts. We're members of World Arts, and you should be too. And I want to remind everybody, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host of Music Friday Live. I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network, the radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments for our guests, call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a podcast or if you're listening to us on radio stations in the East Coast um, overnight or in London, uh, you can uh, uh, email your questions and comments uh, into us, uh, and we'll see to it that they get answered. Well, you know, the first time you listen to Walla's latest album, Into the Gray, you think R&B. It's got all the hallmarks of R&B, but there's a lot more going on there than just R&B. So the second time you listen to it, or even halfway through the first time, you realize that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. It is so much more than R&B. When you listen to their earlier albums, uh, Gangsters of Suburbia or Nature, you think rock and pop, but still, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Walla has the ability to make music that is at once familiar and different from anything you've ever heard. Maybe that's why their single, 101, has almost 30 million plays on Spotify and has been featured on Billboard, MTV, Buzzworthy, Nylon, all, all over. This quartet from Italy and Indonesia and El Salvador and various other places around the world <laughs> creates music that has no parallel. And the reason is simple. It, they make music that is addictive and joyful. Their bass guitarist, um, Mauricio Mobitz uh, Caramo, is with us today, and I understand he's also joined by lead singer Jean-Marc. Hi, guys. Hey, Hello. Patrick. How are you? Okay. How are you? Um, can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you because there's two of you. Are you both using the same phone? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, um. Try not to talk over one another, okay? That's all I can say, all right? We'll see how this goes. Uh, Mo, uh, I have a question for you, because I know from the first question for my listeners is going to be, where does the name Walla come from? So let me ask it right now. Uh, well, uh, originally uh, the idea was thrown around in the band to be called the Wallabies, and I didn't. I didn't feel like that was a nice name for a band, so uh, we just Wallabies, and we just kept Walla. And then and I, we ended up finding out months later that the the word Walla was an actual word, and it, it meant like the murmur of a light of a of a live audience. So it's pretty cool. Ooh. It worked out. Ooh, I'll say it did. Well, how'd you guys all get together? Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, with the technology now, we all basically met through a. Uh, Craigslist. Well, we like to jokingly sometimes say we, we met on eHarmony. 
<laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, why, don't we, uh, why don't we play a little bit of that wonderful music that came out of uh, out of your meeting on the eHarmony of music, and I'm going to play a little bit of Talking Dirty. every time really like the first with, with talking dirty it was like uh like kind of like a jam session um that i sat with like the guys were jamming and recorded something and then they sent it to me and i kind of just sat with it for a while and it just felt good and at the time i um when i moved to la from boston because ian and i actually went to berkeley college of music in boston and when I moved here, I lost like almost a hundred pounds. And for me, it was kind of like oh. a celebration of owning my newfound, you know, body and existence. And luckily, the guys are like, "Yeah, we dig this." So we rode with it, and it's it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm tempted to ask because um, uh, I lived in Boston for a while. Uh, uh, what made you uh, lose weight when you got to California? But uh, um, I'll let that go for the time being. <laughs> the entertainment business. <laughs> uh, it's I, also I just nice out here. Like you can, you can run all the time. Yeah. Okay. That, and that's true too. That's something I learned when I lived in Boston. Well, um, I want to play another song. That um, it's another example of how you produce a really big room sound, and, and that's both familiar and new at the same time. Um, this is your song, Body Language. Body 
eyes like black magic And if I stare too long I know I could lose my soul That I want to take No matter how hard I try And that's right I know I just can't resist you I know I just can't resist you Uh, 
Uh, actually, I think I've, the past four guests have all come from Berkeley. That's quite a place. I've been there once when I was at MIT. I had a, a friend there, so I visited. Um, I um, I wonder, you, you didn't shoot a uh, an image, uh, a video for uh, Body Language, have you? No, we didn't. Okay, well, if you ever do, I, I, I want to see why, that Which is why we chose... Well, which is why we chose to to do a live video for Into the Gray because, I mean, it it does cost, what people don't talk about enough is it costs a lot of money to make music. And all of us, we work, you know, we work to pay for life and, and music's expensive. So it's like you have to have a toss-up. It's like, do you get somebody who's a better producer or, well, we everything on that record ourselves, but like a better mixer or like you have to choose where you spend the money. So we kind of went with no video this time and then... Uh, we were going through a lot and the world was going through a lot country and we just felt like we needed to put something out that was visual as well. So um, Mo had the, the idea that we record a, kind of a live acoustic version of Into the Grave because it means so much to each of us and it worked out really well. Okay, well, thank you so much. And we're working on a new EP. 
we're working on a new EP. We're actually going to the studio right after this. So we have a new record to promote next year. Okay, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to call us. I love your music, and uh, I want to recommend everybody that they follow you on social media and they collect it. Uh, they they collect your music themselves. So, <laughs> all right, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Bye. Bye. And, and we have to take a quick break right now while uh, we hear a little bit from one of our sponsors, and then we will be back with uh, a wonderful, wonderful guest. So don't go away. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja, California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Oh, boy, I wish I could grow up and have a a radio voice like that. Yes, if you want to have a great weekend uh, uh, on the Sea of Cortez, that's the place to go, My San Felipe Vacation. Dot com. Now, oh, by the way, if you can get a 5% discount if you put in the code MFLA5. That's MFLA5. So there it is. Well, I have been listening to our next guest's music all week. And frankly, it's hard to put my headphones down so I can talk with her, but I'm going to. Um, Mesa Cara is so many things, a classical voice, a singer, a pop singer, a force of nature, and a Lebanese American. And what I find most fascinating is that hyphen, that hyphen between the words Lebanese and American. Over 84 million people in the USA today have that hyphen and all the questions that go with it. And she explores those questions through iconic American songs, movies, and cultural fixtures like American Hustle. And she does it with music and a voice that is stunning. A graduate of the prestigious Berklee College in Boston, she sings in nine languages, but she chose English for her upcoming debut single, Stranger. She's lived in Los Angeles almost half of her life, but she channels the world in her songs. Mesa, I'm very honored to welcome you to Music Friday Live today. Thank you so much, Patrick. It's such an honor and such a pleasure to hear all of the support and beautiful introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as, as I said offline, we've been having some trouble with uh, the phone systems here, uh, and I hope that we don't have any. We seem to have it taken care of, but if uh, I suddenly disappear or you disappear, we'll get you back. My engineer kind of figured it out. Well, I want to read something <laughs> that, that you, you co-wrote. Tell me mm-hmm. which land shall I call home, the one beneath my feet or the one across the ocean? Now, you come from one of the world's most ancient and artistically rich cultures, and you live in the world's capital of musical creativity. 
Do you need to choose which one to call home? Does your music need to choose? My music doesn't. My music is certainly a blend of both. But I, I see about like I speak. Of course, as a musician, I speak for other people, and I also speak for myself. I realize that after living, and I, I think each person could is like it does. I don't have who doesn't have to come from you know the Middle East, but anywhere who moves from one country to another finds themselves a little bit kind of confused, like, where is home? Where am I actually from? Is it where my family is? Is it where I come from? Is it where I live? And there's this always, like, loss of identity where this pers- where the, the person is actually struggling to find out who they really are. So I'm talking about this um, this this struggle at this point, but uh, and the question is not answered in the song, but each one of us know exactly that it's where that we should never deny where we come from. It's all, all of it is part of who we are. It's a bouquet of beautiful flowers who make, who, who is you, you know, it's all your, your walks of life, the things that you have encountered where you lived. And I carry this in my music. My music is a blend, just like I am. I went to, I, I grew up in Lebanon. I was in a French school, so it was a French system. So I spoke French and I was in Lebanon, so definitely the, I speak Arabic. And then I moved to the U.S. when I was 17 and I started, and in Lebanon, we also speak English, but I started kind of getting confused of who am I, what do I like? I sing classical music. I delved into different genres of music, started singing in different languages. I wanted no barrier whatsoever. I sang in Serbian. I sang in Indian. I sang in Persian. Um, and, and then I got to a point where I was like, who am I? What do I want? What do I like? What's my style? And I'm classically trained, so I, I got into this loss of identity, whether musically or, uh, you know, identity-wise, like in, in every single part of of how I feel, like as a musician or as a person. And this is how the song Stranger came out. I, I told my producer, Richard Jacks, who co-wrote the song with me, with Kyler England. We're the three of us, like, love working together. And I was telling them, I still feel like a stranger. It's weird that every time I meet someone who doesn't know much about where I'm from, I have this urge to explain. And fearing to be judged, not that, you know, I don't want to play victim, I hate playing victim, but I always have this urge to explain that, no, in Lebanon, we are actually mixed, we have different religions, we all coexist together, we know how to live, no, we don't ride camels, yeah, we wear jeans and t-shirts, we go out, we drink, we have fun, we know what's family, we have a lot of friends, it's not what the media shows, and this is how the song came came out, and we're releasing this song uh, very soon. Uh, well, I have been to the Middle East, not to Lebanon, but to uh, other countries in the Middle East. And uh, like mm-hmm. I said, uh, I, I understand that this is one of the, uh, the oldest and most artistically rich cultures in the world. And I think right. you, and I, I'm really glad that, that you have the ability to, to make the, these, these translations. Uh, as I said in the introduction, you have many talents. One of them is blending the ancient and the haunting music of the with the rhythms and the lyrics of the West, and and I want to I want to play a uh, an example of of that, and uh, this is uh, turn the page.
really cheesy. And well, so this is why I, I get what I what I feel about, it. and then I literally write lyrics from scratch um, during for these you know verses that I want to talk about. That, that that's quite a, uh, a a skill. I wanted to ask also about the arrangement. Now the instrument that. Um, Backs you and introduces a song. It, it, I think it's a, a balalaika. Is that correct? It's a oud, so it's oud. it's okay. a Middle Eastern guitar. Yes, right. okay. and yeah. in every one of my videos, you'll and, and songs, you will hear a different Middle Eastern instrument. There's the oud. There's the kanun. The kanun is kind of like a harp, but it's it looks like a table, and it has around 80 strings, and it plays microtone. It's one of the hardest instruments in the world, and I also love to bring it and, and incorporate it in my music. Um, so yeah, definitely different ethnic instruments blended with pop and contemporary music is what I love to do. Do you do the arranging? Uh, depending. Sometimes I do. I always do the plan, the initial plan of what we're going to do, but I love giving the instrumentalist uh, the opportunity and, and, uh, and the open mind to improvise because they come up with amazing lines. We definitely discuss what we want to do, but there's a lot also of merit to the person in the actual song who's coming up with lines, just also with what they feel and what they want to express. Well, you do it beautifully, and I really love it. Now, you mentioned... Um, uh American Hustle and White Rabbit. So I want to play a little <laughs> bit of White Rabbit and then uh, talk about it uh, a bit. Here's White Rabbit. Sure. Rabbit, and 
they saw, I, I used to live in Boston at, at the time, so it was impossible for them to get me to, to Los Angeles in 24 hours. And I said, you know what, I'm not going to be able to, to get this part, but I'm just going to uh, record a, um, uh, in a small audition. And it's midnight in Lebanon. My friends were like, no one was willing to open their studios at midnight, and I had to give them the audition yesterday. So I get to my, my room, and I'm... Um, I was in my dad's office and I was holding my phone and I was recording a voice memo and my sister walks into the room and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sending a, a voice memo. She's like, a voice memo? Like as a, an audition to a movie? You're sending a voice memo with your phone? And I said, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to get it. And that's the thing, like, because I had no time to imitate or to come up with, like, to do exactly what Grace Lake was doing. I did my own version of it and incorporated what I heard and it was my first time singing the song. So I just, like, literally brought in what I had what I, what I wanted to, to to bring in as ornaments into the music and a few hours later I I got the ticket and I flew to LA. I had no idea that Robert De Niro was going to show up in the movie and that my song was going to play when he um speaks Arabic in the movie. And um and yeah, so this was the actual story behind White Rabbit. We were asked to adapt it into Arabic and the soundtrack got nominated to the Grammys. It was a great way to also tell people look at how much magic can happen once I once we bring in different languages and different styles into songs you all love. And, yeah, so that's why well, I love it. <laughs> well, the magic happened, and uh, all that followed after that magic happened, the Grammy nomination, the parties, the PR, the ceremonies, uh, that was a lot, I think, for a 20-something, especially a 20-something learning to kind of the navigate of new culture. Uh, did it change you? Did it change your music, or was it just another thing that happened to you? No, it, did, it didn't change me. It just it definitely opened doors for me. It, it uh, started this trend of adapting the songs, definitely. Uh, but my own original music is still my original music. I'm releasing my record. It's all in English. I wanted to sing in a language that everyone understands and, act, and, and, um, and incorporate those influences into contemporary music. So it definitely opened a lot of doors, introduced me to a lot of people. Uh, the audition, she auditioned with her phone became like a, a cool uh, thing that people recognize me for, like, oh, you're the one who auditioned with, your, with her phone, you know, because that's the thing. The best things happen when you're not expecting them, and I really believe in that. So I literally did what I, what I can do, and I, and I believed in it, and I just literally sent it. I don't think that uh, – I think that th this has been always all – all of the highlights of, of my career have been really unexpected things, when I, and I tend to think too much as a person. So I feel that us as artists, when we let go and we just do what we do best, I'm sure great things will happen. Well, they have, obviously. Um, and one of them, apparently, um, I think you just mentioned it, you're releasing uh, your debut album next yes. Wednesday. Yes, yes. Uh, you want to tell us what's going to be? Can you give us a little kind of sneak, sneak, sneak preview? Uh, I'm not releasing my album. I'm releasing a song, uh, Call Me a Stranger song. The, the couple of lines that you uh, spoke about in the beginning of the interview, Tell Me Which Land Shall I Call Home, The One Beneath My Feet or The One Across the Ocean. This is the song. It's called Call Me a Stranger. And Berklee College of Music heard the song, and they were so thrilled about it. And they said, hey, Mesa, let's do a live video performance of the Berklee Orchestra, which features kids from all over the world. And um, there are lots of uh, amazing and most talented uh, Middle Eastern musicians from all different parts of the Middle East, Syria, Palestine, Lebanon, Oman, and they all play the ethnic instruments. So the video will portray 
the the orchestra, and then on top of the orchestra, they will be laying the um, different Arabic instruments um, on another riser. And then I'm standing in the front, singing the song, and it's all this exchange between contemporary, classical, Arabic, and yeah. And we're releasing this on Wednesday. It's uh, on Berkeley College of Music's platforms, and I hope people will enjoy it. Uh, this is the story behind my album, Call Me a Stranger. Uh, can people get it on iTunes or hear it on Spotify? Yes, the song is already available on iTunes and Spotify, Amazon Music, all of the social media platforms, uh, too, so people can already listen to the song, but the video will be officially released on Wednesday. Okay, and we're actually going to play a little bit of it in a minute or two. But I also wanted to ask you, uh, you just opened for Sheila E. in Miami. What was that like? Yes, this was last week. Uh, it was so much fun. We, um, I did a show this summer in, in Lebanon, and I brought almost 15 people from here. Uh, I had Scott Page, who was the sax player of Pink Floyd. We also did an adaptation of Pink Floyd's song, song Comfortably Numb. I had uh, Bowie's bass player, Carmine Rojas, who played with Bowie, the Rolling Stones, everyone. And uh, Victoria Theodore, who plays the keys for Beyonce and and uh, Stevie Wonder. And then also the, the, all the musicians that uh, from, the, from the Middle East that, are, that went to Berkeley College music and became part of my band and there was this exchange between Middle Eastern and um, Western, you know, I- iconic uh, legendary musicians and young m- professionals from the Middle East. After that um, some promoters here saw the show and they were really interested in having me and Marcus, who is um, a very talented singer-songwriter I love to work with and to sing with and they said, hey, why don't you guys come and do like a mini version of what you did at the show and open for our concert, and it was the celebration of the uh, World's Aid Day in uh, the Bayfront Amphitheater, and uh, Sheila E. performed. We we were the first act. There was Becky G. and Yandel. It was my first time in Miami. It was a beautiful experience. I loved how people were reacting um, to our music and to the different incorporation of different styles of music. I want to remind my audience that we're talking with uh, uh, Mesa Kara, and uh, you can talk with her, too. You can call in on our guest line, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. Some of you have already emailed questions, but so you obviously know the address, Music Fusion LA, or, or Music Friday Live uh, at gmail.com. I'm going to go to a couple of the questions uh, from our audience here. Uh, this is from uh, Wheeler in Detroit, uh, who says... <laughs> Thank you for coming to my to my city. Now, please come back. Are you going to tour here? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Well, um, after in 2018, we will be uh, planning a U.S. tour, and definitely Detroit is on our list. I went already, and I loved it, and I definitely am looking forward to going back again. So, follow me on my social media platform. I will be platforms. I will be posting about my journey and where I will be, and I would love to come back to Detroit for sure. Okay. Um, Musa Four in New York City wants to know, what is your Arab audience like in the U.S. and in the Middle East? In the Middle East, they're very happy that uh, uh, an artist from the Middle East is trying to cross over um, and speak for them. So this is something that I love um, doing, and I always come back to the Middle East and 
sing and, and perform and, and tell them and update them with what I'm, what's going on with me and what I'm doing. So I feel like they're very proud of, of what's going on. And here, um, it's, it's really, really, really beautiful because a lot of times when I'm performing, I, I have people coming in and saying, hey, Mesa, I'm from Jordan. I'm from, you know, different parts of the, of the Middle East. And thank you for talking about what I feel right now. So I'm happy that people around me are resonating with it. I hope to reach out to more and more people from all walks of life. But the, the Middle Eastern musician, music and the people from the Middle East are actually really resonating with it, especially the new generation who is also kind of confused between the, their heritage and the new music and what, what's a trend and what's not a trend. Should we forget about the, the old classical Arabic music or not? And I'm like, hey, no, we can bring it into what's going on right now and it will still create a beautiful blend. Don't let it, don't let it slide. It's like, an, it's an amazing style of music. It's amazing ethnic, ethnic instruments that could definitely be part of our music today. Okay, and you've made them part of your music today. Well, you mentioned yes. uh, Comfortably Numb, and I want to play a little bit of Comfortably Numb, so let's listen to it. Beautiful experience. And, and he told you the origin of the song, too, no doubt. 
That it yeah, definitely. Them. And we actually got, you know, we have the permission to be able to adopt the song. And a little scoop is after this, I will be releasing a Bowie song, Space Oddity, with Mike Garson, who is also an original David Bowie band who played the the piano and the keyboards on his uh, on most of his albums and have been with him for the longest time and he is uh, he actually wrote um, a lot of songs on the Aladdin Sane album and has been touring on the David Bowie tour world tour all over the world so this will be our next scoop release for you guys today. Well, speaking of, of releases, uh, Richie in Hollywood. Uh, um, has written in and asked, uh, do you plan to release an all-English album? Yes, this was exactly what I was going to talk about right now. These are the, my First, I want to introduce myself to people and talk to them about things that I've already done. And now I'm very excited, as I mentioned, uh, to release an all-English album, and this will be released in the next couple of months. The first song is Call Me a Stranger, the one I talked about a little bit earlier, which will be released on Wednesday. Um, but the rest of the record is all in English. It is contemporary music, and it was produced by Richard Jacks, who is a really great friend of mine, an amazing uh, artist. I also, we wrote most of the album together, and um, also I want to say congrats to him, because he got, um, his an album he produced got nominated to the Grammys, so also I'm very happy for him and very happy to, to have uh, worked with him. So this is my new album, Stay Tuned. Okay. I'm and, sorry? And when you, he said, when you release it, make sure we know about it, okay? Now, I want to play a little bit of Call Me Stranger. Yes. Tell me which land shall I call The one beneath my feet or the one across
possible judgment that they might have about me so that they know that, hey, you know, once you get to know my story, once you get to know who I am and where I'm from, you'll find out that we have much more similarities than differences. And then he said, let's use your anger and turn it into creativity. Let's call the song Stranger. And then we said, call me a stranger. We invited Kyler Inglet to be part of the of, of our songwriting um, session and and we literally wrote the song in, in in a few hours and it was a very natural thing and I truly love the song because it speaks about what I what I feel yeah yeah exactly thank you and, and uh, you don't I, you don't have to explain yourself to me or this audience what we know you as is just a wonderful singer we also know we're about thank out you. of time right uh, so, <laughs> You have a Christmas concert coming up this Sunday. Very quickly, where will it be and how can people go? Uh, yes, Christmas concert at um, Lebanese Cathedral. It's in Beverly Hills. It's called the St. Peter Cathedral of Mount Lebanon. It's dedicated to Lebanon, but everyone can come. I'm singing in different yeah. languages, French, Arabic, and English. I'm sorry? And what time? Oh, it's at 7 p.m. on Sunday, December 10th, and all the information will be posted on my page if anyone has any okay. questions. The show is free of charge, and we're doing Christmas songs that everyone knows, as well as some of my originals, including Stranger. Okay. Well, I, I urge everyone, if you're, fr if you're free Sunday night, you should be there, everyone in, in, in Southern California. I realize <clears throat> my audience in Detroit and New York won't be able to do it, but you can get get the album. Um, Mesa, thank you so much for being on Music Friday Live. I look forward to hearing your new album when it comes out. Please give us a preview copy. So Thank you, Patrick. Can... Definitely, definitely. Thank you for being a, an amazing supporter and a great person to talk to. Thank you for encouraging me and my music, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you guys again. Oh, you, you will. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to Music Friday Live. You've been listening to Mesa Cara. You should follow her on uh, social media. You should get her new song that's coming out this Wednesday. And those of you who live in the uh, Los Angeles area, don't forget the concert on Sunday. You've been listening to Cyberstation U.S. And that's today's show. You have been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates, and the Artistic Echoes Network in London. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and we'll get real-time updates on our guests to you. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebent. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Tune in next week. We may have a special Christmas album for you. So check on our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on the guest. And for the time being, good night, everyone, and have a great musical weekend. <laughs>